everybody. Alrighty guys, welcome to another episode of I Never Met a Stranger I Didn't Like. I'm your host, Phil Tubbs, and I have an awesome guest today. Um, I had her husband on the first episode. He wrote the music for our podcast, the intros and the outros. And uh, I, this lady has been very special to me. Very, very special. Uh-huh. An amazing author. I have Julie freaking Jones here with me. Hello. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, Phil. Guys, me and Julie go way back. Way back. Way back. Like. At least 10 years. You knew me whenever I was like single doing whatever the hell I wanted to do, Phil. Mm-hmm. Like when Indeed. I was, I, I mean, I still don't have it all together, but like I really <laughs> did not have it together back then. <laughs> I don't I think just, any of us did. It's no, fine. I, I think I really, yeah, I think we all were just kind of just playing it by ear back then. And we still are. We just worked at the bank, and you just don't know what, like, what was going to come in the door. You never did. Never. You, really did. you didn't know what kind of, yeah, that was a while. I, I learned from you at the bank the, the full moons and new moons. You were like, you told me, and this has always stuck with me, and this is every time I know when it's getting to be a full moon. Mm-hmm. Because everybody starts acting weird, yeah. and you're like, eh, and we hear that people go to the, you know, the hospitals and stuff like that, and you're like, no, our bodies are made up of like, how much water? Mm-hmm. The moon controls, the our all tides, are the oceans, things like that. Our gravity, why wouldn't it affect us? And I'm like, huh, yeah, well, that makes sense. There's common, that's like almost like a common <laughs> sense thing when you think about it, you know. And I was like, oh yeah, and so. It's just always funny that I always know when it's coming around that time. And I'm like, full moon, guys. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I I found out this. <laughs> and they're like, where did you like read it or something? I'm like, nope. Friend Julie Jones. And they're like, is she a, like a doctor? And I'm like, nope. It's Julie Jones. It's if, you knew Julie, like, if you knew Julie, it's just, I don't have to say anything else. It's Julie Jones. She knows. <laughs> She's like, uh, I don't know. You're like an encyclopedia. You're like, uh, you're. I mean, you were almost like competitive with an AI. You, you, I, I would say you have the words you have you like you know like i don't know you just you uh, got stuff it. sticks in my brain for yeah. sure the raccoon in there keeps very meticulous <laughs> records it's going on yeah. see i keep the records in there but they're like it's not filed correctly it's just like throw it in there and i go oh hey what's that at? yeah oh there it is i cannot vouch for the filing system um it works for me i don't think anyone else could find oh, anything yeah. It's, right yeah yeah, yeah. but but yeah, for anyone who doesn't know me, there's I have a raccoon in my brain, and uh, you know that's just a little metaphor for the personification of like my subconscious, yeah. pretty much. But the raccoon keeps, like I said, pretty meticulous records. I remember things, and I connect dots, and I watch over long periods of time, mm-hmm. and things like that. So I I try to think about things. Makes me a good writer. It- absolutely amazing writer <laughs> i so you're working on what number now is it four five so i started book four and so here's something i haven't really announced anywhere i'm going to announce oh. it here on your podcast here we go so i've decided actually to pause writing book four okay it's still going to happen mm-hmm. reason being i really want to make sure that again for anyone who doesn't isn't following me yet and mm-hmm. doesn't know i'm writing a weird western series and I really want to make the first three books the best quality possible. Mm-hmm. And I think if I rush into writing book four right now, that's going to suffer. 
Mm-hmm. So um, I've got an, I've already got an editor who is a local friend of mine working on editing for me. Should have that back by the end of this month. Uh, I've got a friend of mine that I've known for you know probably 20 years at this point. Yeah. Who's a very talented artist. Um, his name is Steve Clark. He owns Superior Graphics. He's working on the cover art for me, and he sent me an update to what he's got so far. I think it was on Friday evening, and it's just out of this world. It's all. It's just like above and beyond what I. It's so good. You're not done yet. It's so good, Phil. Like I can't even explain it to you. And so honestly, that seeing that was part of the reason I decided to pause book four because it's so good that. I want the book to live up to what my friends are doing for me. Yeah, you want it to. You want it to make sure that 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 art that they worked on so hard and right all that the, the editors that worked so hard on right. they're they're gonna get the, their they're the gonna shine their work with it as is well. gonna shine yeah. exactly. You know, my friend Erica, I've known her for a long time. We we were in a local writing group together. She's talented in ways that I'm not. She's strong in ways that I'm not. Yeah, she has a way with mood and atmosphere that's perfect for what I want for this Mm -hmm. and so I really wanted her to look at this specifically for me yeah and so um I really just want her talent to shine through as well as you know yeah and we're not going to change my story in any way and she's never been that kind of an editor I've known her long enough now cut this all out of here yeah she kind of she approaches it more with the have you considered yeah approach yeah you know or um, you know, I could really use more detail here if you wanted to put it in kind of thing. Yeah. Um, stuff that's going to make it kind of shine a little bit. Shine a little stuff more. Stuff that you didn't think about. Because it's, right. like it's always good to have a second pair of eyes or somebody to look at things and go, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's Absolutely. And, we all, and it's great that we have that, you know, that, that especially here locally. We've got such an amazing group of people that we can even just get here that can do like you said all that with you and you all you guys shine and uh do that and so yeah i totally get where you're going from like you don't want to just throw it out i don't want to just throw it out there and so yeah. i think it's your baby but it's my baby you make yeah, sure this lady, my, make sure that you know she's sitting there going these are my grandchildren goes, you're, you're handing your baby to somebody she's telling you what's going on right. it's great that you can get that get that input have friends that you know Mm-hmm. have different te- different skills that we can all just kind of grab here you know that's the best part about cultivating community yeah. you know is that you can draw on that talent pool yeah of friends that you've known forever and you can trust yeah to deliver you know what you're looking for mm-hmm. and will do a good job and you've got you know you've seen their body of work yeah you know what they're capable of you mm-hmm. know what they're going to deliver yeah so and you know I love where I live and I want to support the people around me. Yeah. You know, a rising tide lifts all boats. So yeah. let's all let's all rise together. Yeah. That's kind of the point. Yeah, that's 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 a goal, right? That's a goal. And so and that's part of, you know, why I wanted to be on your podcast and support this because that's what your podcast is is that's the whole point that's of this. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that, you know, with this community coming together and these people instead of arguing and fighting who's this or that, why we can all work together. It doesn't matter if even in the same industry. We can all work together. Because I promise you there's plenty of work to go around for all of them. Absolutely. And so if we all work together, it just makes us all look better. It makes the sure. community grow. For and sure. Instead of, you know, getting pushback, we're growing and moving forward. And I mean, we have a primo spot here where we're at. I'm Couldn't get better. Like it, 
we're in a good place. I mean, you know, we get the tornadoes and things like that, but it makes us tough. You know, Indeed. It just makes it, people are like, I couldn't live in Oklahoma. You guys got crazy winters, hot summers, tornadoes, earthquakes. I'm like, yeah, flies. Yeah, that earthquake just, we had a couple of weeks ago know, was pretty right? wild, wasn't it? I was out. I didn't see, I like the one, let's see, I, there, the one, the really big one, I didn't feel it. I was out, like, I, mm-hmm. and the other one, I was awake and I was walking through and I was like, the house like made this weird noise. I was like, "What was that?" I was like, "Did it? Am I crazy or did I?" Like, I went back, like, went to my security cameras. I'm looking and I'm like, "I don't see anything." And I'm like, "What was that noise?" And then I like look at my phone. Oh, earthquake! Yeah, that's what it was. Okay, I'm not crazy because I was asking. I asked my kids. I'm like, "Did you guys? Did you hear that?" Yeah. I asked my wife, "Do you hear that?" No. I'm like, "I'm going crazy." I, I, yeah. It happens, you know. And uh, yeah, but everybody's like, well, "I can live there." And I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's, it's honestly not as bad as it sounds. It's not as scary. It's, it really We is. say that having lived here well, our whole guess, lives, you know, true. Australians yeah, say that know, about I know, Australians. You know, like, there's no way no, I'm going there. Well, me and my wife have been watching that opal show that they have where these people go dig in the ground there in Australia and get the opal out. They're crazy. There's, there's, it's like kids like standing right next to the, right next to the snake and he's like, all right, one bite last night, you'll kill me in like two minutes. There's nothing, there's no other TV in them. It's a poisonous thing. I'm like, why are you by it? Right. Walk away. Yeah. Right. So I get that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It, it's, it, I mean, I guess I, I probably wouldn't survive in a lot of other places. That's, I would not that's, make it one winter in like Minnesota. Yeah, that's. Or someplace yeah. like that. I yeah. just wouldn't. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I'll like New York City thing. It's just not my thing. So no. I guess, yeah, we're. We're good here, and our that makes us strong. We're tough. We we, we get that, and uh, uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. We, we were just talking about how great our community is, yeah. really. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. so you get it. It's it's really where. Thanks for bringing me back on that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's only going to be growing. Yeah. I mean, we've got a huge amusement park that is literally starting to be built right now, mm-hmm. forty five minutes away from us. Right. Where is the airport? It's in right between. Here. Tulsa and the location yep. we have a highway that's going right past us yep. uh, it's going I mean we have route 66 I guarantee you there's going to be people that are driving in mm-hmm. that are going to want to drive right down route 66 because of what it is and it literally goes right past our main street it literally touches it you've our heard about the Ford story. and Shelby cars the 50th Ford and Shelby Nat car uh, nationals that's coming here. No, I did not win. Um, oh goodness, yeah. I believe it's sometime next oh, month. Yeah. Really, the Bison are playing. Everyone, oh. yes, uh, I think Saturday they're playing. But yeah, they moved that from Tulsa, I think Tulsa to here. So I mean, yeah, big stuff. Big and stuff I know that coming. part of that draw has got to be six. You know, Route oh, sixty six. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. And so. so we, I mean, we've got both easy access that's going to be coming up. You know, mm-hmm. people are going to be flying into Tulsa, Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. Joplin, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna that's it's gonna be a huge boost here. So, like we got big things that are coming. Like sure. I really think that that if we all start to get together and we start to lift this up now mm-hmm. before it gets crazy and we start seeing a lot of tourists because we're going to. I mean we've got plenty of hotels here. Yep. <laughs> so that's a good spot to stay. It's gonna be a lot cheaper than staying right next to it. So there's gonna be oh, a yeah. lot of people here. Sure. Absolutely. I think a lot of local restaurants and things are gonna thrive with this coming. Mm-hmm. I I'm excited. I I get goosebumps. Like I'm excited about it. The tax dollars, <laughs> things that we're gonna it's going to help. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like there's everybody gets upset about all oh, the roads aren't this fixed or this and that. 
how much that stuff costs. You don't realize what that costs. Right. And when it comes down to it, we that that money that goes into our from our taxes isn't even a fraction to cover it. Right. You know, just to fix one street. Right. And so they can patch it up and do the best they can do. I think this is going to be great. I think it's going to increase everything right here. So we're going. We got. We got a lot come, like yeah. going for us coming. Oh, like yeah. this is going to be really big. And uh, even though, I mean, it's literally our backyard. So I mean, our art, like our local artists, mm-hmm. are. They're going to grow. I mean, there's going to be probably another place to play. They're going to be hiring musicians. You know they are. So there's going to be things that are, there's going to be able to grow in that. Um, like our local business owners, they're going to be thriving. I just think it's going to be. It's. I be mean, awesome. It's a. This is a great time, really, to capitalize on what the on the future. Yeah. You know, they say the the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, and the second best time is now. Yep. So yep. we really need to be planting some trees so I, that, you I'm know, still, in 20 years we can be sitting in the shade. Exactly. Like, I'm still surprised nobody's snagged up that land over there by Quitra. I, you know, it's weird that you mentioned that because on the way here. Did you see? There's, and I don't believe it's directly adjacent to mm-hmm. Quick Trip. I think it's closer to Woody's. Yeah. But there's a new driveway and some activity oh. going on. I don't. I have no idea what it is. See? Maybe Literally just noticed just, it on the I'm way like, here. That right there is a primo spot. I, there's a lot of something great locations there. right along yeah. there, and you know. We're gonna have activity. There's been some activity along that stretch of Highway 20. Mm-hmm. You know, the the yeah. Racino keeps a lot of things alive yeah. out that direction. Mm-hmm. But you know, Shipman's Veterinary just put in a nice new facility over there right, yeah we have the uh the outside barn is right over mm-hmm. there um so people are kind of moving that moving direction that way, yeah so but i feel like with the new uh bypass coming through that probably a lot of the growth is going to be really more towards vertigris yeah but i had actually forgotten about the new theme park in Venita. Mm-hmm. so you know there's going to be a lot of change out north mm-hmm. could be prior is probably going to a fast be, developing area yeah, too all that going towards prior is probably going to blow up i you know, you know it very yeah, well prior, could. i mean prior is probably it's right there it's they're going to well, be know, another one that's going to be growing they actually did just auction off on the corner of 42 30 and 20 where the dollar general is mm-hmm. right there there was that empty corner of just land and yeah. it's all been recently auctioned and there's some houses going mm-hmm. in there now so there's yeah. things going on yeah i see i i think like now it's like this is if you're looking for a place to start growing your business and or start a business or something this is the time to do it yeah. because it's if you can we're about conceivably to at all yeah it is it may people are oh the, the you know the economy is bad blah, blah. no our economy is about to boom i think it's I, gonna, I hope boom. so but you know here's something to consider if you can't do it right now there's really nothing wrong with laying the foundations for doing exactly. it in a year or yep. two years or five years yeah. there's nothing wrong with making long-term plans yeah, well, and mean, goals and working towards those it's not even going to be open until next year so start working towards it you know what i mean who knows what things are going to be like yeah, in a year who knows what it's going to be like in two years you know there's go ahead and, and start planning and building there's mm-hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with that and yeah. whenever an opportune time presents itself then you're ready to jump on it yeah that's you know a lot of people will call that luck yeah they'll see somebody well, yeah. jump on an opportunity mm-hmm. and make good on it and say boy that person was mm-hmm. lucky Eh, maybe were they, were they? or were they prepared had they spent a long time getting ready mm-hmm. for that and thinking about it and preparing yeah you know i don't what i found in a lot of industries a lot of industries is the worst kept secret is the fact that everyone is a 10-year overnight success yeah it's give her give her i mean gonna, yeah it's either gonna be 
that's the that's the general norm. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're going to be a 10-year overnight success. Of course, there's extremes at either end. Yes. There's people oh, yeah. who make it in two years yeah. and people who make don't get for 20 years. Yeah. You know, you can find examples always, of all those. I mean, the right people, things like that, you know, talking to people, it's how hard you work sometimes. The greatest filter of all mm-hmm. is persistence and how hard you work. Yeah. That is that is the ultimate filter. It, I've I've noticed the past couple of days <laughs> when you say that, that like this morning, uh, I was I went over to uh, the Comic-Con, mm-hmm. sat down with Jeff over there, and like when I woke up this morning, I was like, I really don't want to go do that. Like, I'm just not in the mood today. I'm not ready to do it. I got up, got myself together, brushed my teeth, looked at myself, I'm like, no, just do it. Like, you just go do it. You're going to enjoy it, and I, I bet you will. You know? And <laughs> do it's all, future Phil yeah. a solid. You can do this. Go do this thing. Because future Phil's going to be mad if yeah. you don't. He, he sure will. He's going to be mad. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, let's do it, you know? There's a lot of, like, getting up to go to work some days. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really a struggle for me. I My mornings are the worst. I used to be a morning person. I love waking up early, get up, and just go. Like, that's what I like. Now I wake up. My bones are stiff. Like, my <laughs> yeah. muscles are stiff. Like, I say my bones, like, my bones are stiff. Yes. Like, and the muscles. Like, it don't work at all. <laughs> and I'm like, and then my brain's just like, I'm not ready nope. to get up yet. Like, it's, you didn't get enough sleep. Even though you slept, you didn't sleep. You know, like, and I'm like, oh, man. So every morning, it's just a struggle. Mm-hmm. And the past about week, I have come in here in my office and I sit down. I turn on classical music. Mm-hmm. The Four Seasons, we all know it. Yep. And I honestly, if you've ever listened, it's like 40-something minutes long, all mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Most of us have only heard that very first snip, you know, and we all know. Yeah. And, but if you really get into it and start listening to it, you get in through spring, you get into summer. Summer, oh my gosh. Crashing thunderstorms yes. and oh. big crescendos. It's, and I mean... You can amp you up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's six minutes. It's, it, it's like, a, it's so, I, I'm i like, like, I start crying, you know, and I'm like, sure. oh my gosh, what is going on with me? Like, it just like comes, I'm like, because it just feels like I can feel the emotion in mm-hmm. the music and the sound that somebody wrote. And it just chills me out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this. Stretch. I do my little old man workouts. I sit in my chair and do a few weights. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to start, you know, yeah, I'm going to do love this. It. And I, I, I'm like, I've lost all my muscle mass, everything from being sick and just not really doing yeah. much over this past year. And I was like, I'm going to get back into it. I'm going mm-hmm. to start going and I'm going to, that's what I'm going to feel. I'm going to be positive. So every morning I'm like, you get up, I'm getting up, I'm getting up. I've got this. I can do this today. Don't. And then that little voice mm-hmm. that was so loud that says, go back to bed, call into work. You're, you're, don't, you can't do this today. I'm snipping at my kids. I'm snipping at my wife. Get ready for school. Come on. Everybody's stressed because I'm, boom. Right. And so I'm like, no, we're not doing this anymore. And that voice has now gotten easier to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Bleh. Get out of here. And That's yeah, awesome. it's still there. Sure. Don't get me wrong. He's still there. He's yeah. And some days he's going to be louder than yeah. others. And I'm like, just do it. And then after I do it, I'm like, see, Phil, what? You did that. You and that did was fine. That. Like, don't, like, I'm tired of the fear, you know? You're tired of the fear. Well, I'm, but you, you learn that you can really control your mood. Yeah. And I still struggle with that. I think everybody kind of struggles yeah. with that. You know, it, it does. Some days are just going to be worse. Some days others. are just going to be worse. And some days there's things going on that you, can't you have no control over yeah. there's just bad stuff just happens yeah and you're not going to always react great to it mm-hmm. but 
all you can really do is just for, you know give yourself the grace to move along and and do better next time yeah like it's funny like last night it's what you do afterwards if you do lose your temper you do that like last night i like i broke down i i, I was upset with my, with my son i he i told him i'm trying to talk to my wife and i'm like quit yelling he makes this like pterodactyl scream and he just does it he's nine years old yeah and i'm 99.9 percent he has adhd as well <laughs> like his dad and you know he just talk, 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 and he makes noise but also he's nine and he's nine yes nine-year-olds make I noise know. he's good like, and so like and we get on to him a lot because we're like quit making noises quit sure. yelling quit talking quit you know you've got to stop doing teach him this. to be respectful and absolutely but at the same time i don't do it in the right way sometimes i uh, what did I tell you? <laughs> I told you, and then he breaks. Mm -hmm. And I seen that last night, and it hit me, and I was like, whoa, that was hard. Yeah. I was like, that was hard. And I said, come here. And I, slow, I, I, I mean, I was, I was talking, and I, as I'm talking to him, I'm slowly starting to calm. And I'm thinking mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm going, chill out. Just, and I go, okay, I'm sorry that I lost my temper, mother. And I said, I'm sorry that I haven't been very nice the past couple of years so with ups and downs and you know dad's working on himself i yeah. said i'm sorry yeah i said but you know what i said i'm gonna be here for you now i said you're good you're a good kid don't ever think that you just get in trouble all the time i said because you don't you're you're a kid yeah i said you are good you know i was like and i love you and i said i will be here i don't want you to be afraid of me yeah i said i want you to come to me when you're afraid yeah i said do not be afraid of me you know i'm sorry Mm -hmm. And he was he was crying, you know, and I was like, oh, that was a and good it conversation was like a, it was to have. Just, it was like, it's something that I don't think we've ever really. I mean, we've always had a very strong like just connection between us. He's yeah. been my little buddy. You know? Sure, absolutely. Uh, it was a surprise for me, and we, you know, like I, I was like, I got to step up and be a dad, and he's just been my best friend, you uh, know, ever yeah. since. Oh, for sure, for nine years, absolutely, that's my best friend. Yep. And I mean, he was one of the best men at my wedding, you mm -hmm. know, like he, and I think that like, I just felt that click with us last night and I was yeah. like, cause he's getting older and it's like, what? Yeah. You have to, he's gonna you have double to digits a little different when they start yeah. getting older. Yeah. You've got, definitely. you've got two. I do. And they're, they're I, older. I can't even like fathom <laughs> how old they, like it really, every time. Like, it just blows my mind how old they've got, like, how big they I are. I mean, like, if you keep feeding them, they grow up, oh, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> I just remember little Claire. They like, were so very little when we met. Yeah. yeah like, she they, was very small. I just, it, it blows my mind. Like, it makes me feel old. Yeah. Like, it really does. I'm like... <laughs> Like I see, like we you know, our our current common friend Tiffy Brito, we know her. Mm -hmm. We worked with her at the bank. Um, her daughter, she is huge. She plays basketball. She's got tattoos. Oh and boy. I'm like, what? You're a baby. <laughs> I remember like you drawing pictures on your mom's desk. Yeah. Like what happened? It just blows my mind that like that. But they grow so fast that so it's fast. just like, and he, he's a smart kid. Gosh, that kid is. He's got it. He, he's. We were at the store the other day, and he was talking about something. And the lady goes, "He's gonna be, he's gonna be an engineer, isn't he?" And I said, <laughs> and Tavia looked at me. She goes, "His dad just said that the other night." I said, "He's very great with numbers, and he's this is, should work, Dad." Yeah. And I said, "He talks like the engineers that I used to work with over at uh, the oil industry when I would, they would come and they're like, oh, yes, this is gonna work. This is the numbers say this,' and I'm like, but it doesn't.'" 
And they're like, but this says this. But if it does this, it goes here. And I'm like, but, you know, that it was just what they would say, like, this has to, this is going to work. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know, though, because this is not connected here. You, you would go through that, like, that's that's what he sounds like when he talks to you. I, I got to tell you, like, like, that stuff ah. is just instinctual for some people. Yeah. And I would like, you know, that's one of the things I would really like people to consider about folks who are or potentially are ADHD or on the spectrum. Yeah. Man, that can really be a superpower. It can. That it, can really be a superpower. It, you just have to direct it. Figure out. Figure out how you to You got to figure it. out what that person is really attuned to. Yeah. And suited for and... And, and let him do it. Just figure, I told him, he was like, what if I do something that, like, I told him, I was like, figure out how to channel that. He's like, if you're outside playing, scream all you want. Yeah. I said, go to town. I said, but if we're in the house, we don't, like, you can do it sometimes, certain, t- you know, but not all the time, just pterodactyl scream above. Right. You know, we can't do that. I said, you got to figure out a way to figure out how to do, release that other energy. He's like, well, what if I figure out some other way and you tell me I can't do it? I said, that's why we're going to figure it out together. Because uh, you don't know what it is yet. Mm, right. We want to try it. Let's you know, test it. Let's figure it out. I said, it'll take some time, we'll, but we'll figure it out. I said, if, if it's going and turning on the music in your room and dancing around just like a goober to get out that energy, that, that to get it out, go for it. Go for it. You know, or if it's whatever it is, drawing pictures, whatever it feels like, get it out of there, you know. Uh, and I've got, you know, a six-year-old who's on the spectrum as well, and she, her, she draws just draws goes to town. Like I said, you, if you look at my wall mm-hmm. in my, my office, that's not even a fraction of what art I have piled up that she brings me all them, all of them, mm-hmm. you know, and she just, that's, she gets into it. She's like, I got to get it done. You know, I've got to finish this. And then there you like, go. Ah. You know and what she's, you know what her superpower is. And everybody goes like, everybody tells, this is my wife hates this too. She doesn't, she doesn't look like she's autistic. And you're like, what, what does that, that look like? What does that like? mean, you know? And you're like, yeah, do, she may talk to you and she's very welcoming. Hi, hi, hi. Mm-hmm. She didn't used to be like that. It's come a long way. It's come a long way. Yeah. She used to cry when she would see my parents. Mm. When she would see, like she, and she, that didn't go, like, that wasn't very long. That was just a snippet. But we, we started seeing those differences. And luckily, my wife has a master's in special education. She started to notice things early on. Mm-hmm. And we were able to get help, but still, it was you know you you have a nonverbal child, you have things like that. Yeah, it, she wasn't always like that. She's grown substantially. She can she can count. I, I don't even know how high anymore. Like over a hundred. She knows her alphabet. She drew. She gave. She brought me this list, a list that she made. Have fun. Let's play. And checking that, like wrote these words, and they were spelled correctly. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I'm like. You're, you're a genius. Like people, like if she wasn't on the spectrum, she wouldn't take those things like she does and absorb them and turn those. Yeah, it's a struggle some days. People they, they only hear a lot of those a lot of the good things, or they may hear a snippet on you know social media, yeah. and they're like, oh, I got ADHD too. No, like you don't realize what it is until like you really get hit. Yeah, it, like and it may take a few years. I'm 35 years old, and I didn't even find out that I was ADHD until last year. And now that I am, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Like, <laughs> well, that, and I start, like, as I, you know, going through this with my therapist and talking, I'm like, that's, that's ADHD? Right. And she's like, yeah. 
I feel like that's a pretty yeah. common um, experience yeah. amongst folks once they really get yeah. diagnosed and start digging into yeah. it. I said there, she, like first the first talk we had, she was like, "Have you ever been diagnosed with ADHD?" <laughs> hmm? I was like, "Why would I?" No, and I was like. <laughs> Hmm. Well, like, we come from a different era, though, where yeah. you just, that's just how you, you were. Yeah. You and know, like, oh, that's just Uncle John. It's just how he is. Too. We ran around outside. We, we burned Indeed. off a lot of energy going yeah. just being out there. For now sure. we have tablets, TVs, and air room, and all this stuff. So it is different times. So, you know, I do believe, like, their tablets have helped them a lot. They've learned a lot through those tablets, and they, they you know, they've learned, they edit videos and pictures and stuff on those mm-hmm. things because they're, they're really getting into that dad does it and they really they're like look at this dad you know sure. and they learn a lot from it and i don't want to like downplay like oh technology's terrible we don't need to have a kids there is a balance you just got to balance it out sure and no social I'm media still, i'm still oh yeah no way they don't get they he he he's not a play he doesn't play roblox anymore because he couldn't not talk to people yeah so I told him, I said, Bubba, I, I don't trust these people. I don't know them. They're yeah. too young. Yeah. I'm not doing it. If you cannot talk to them, not not talk to them, then you can't play. Yeah. And that's where we're at. That's the boundary. Sorry. And I gave him chances. We tried. You know, that's that's where we yeah. go. But in who knows, you know, in a few years, a couple of years, maybe a year, whatever, we'll see where he's at mentally, you know, and that and getting into a, uh, like, being more... How do I say that? I don't want to say it without like being mean, but like just protecting himself, protecting a little himself. Better. Little, no kind of. Like, I don't want him to know the world yet. He's a kid. They don't sure. need to know that stuff. Nope. And I don't want him talking to those people because I don't know what that stuff's going to come out to. Right. And so I can't control it. So I control it. You can control his <laughs> access to it though, yeah. can't you? I can't control what they say, but I can control it. That's right. It's in my house. That's and right. So, That's right. Uh, you know and. I still want them to have that freedom to do those things too, but you got to have that balance. And I noticed, like, just with this weather change, mm-hmm. my mood so much better. Oh, so much better. <laughs> I just like stay. I I have my window open. I'm just sweating. I'm letting the sun just beat on the back of my head. You know, in my office while I'm working all that because it's just like I don't care if I'm sweating. Like I'm getting some sun. It feels good. Like mm-hmm. I'm absorbing this. Like this is nice. And I so it has resources. So getting outside and doing those things and running around, it really did probably benefit us more than we really thought. You it's knew necessary. Knew. Yeah, it is. You like know. I know people will say as an insult a mm-hmm. lot of the time online, touch grass. You know, they'll tell yeah. somebody, well, you need to touch grass. Yeah, you probably really do need to you touch do. some grass. I used to be able to run down the gravel road <laughs> barefoot. barefoot. Oh, absolutely. I, I never wore shoes in the summer. Never. Never. We were so intoned with the earth and ground. I mean, don't, All the time. don't get me started on the energy stuff. I've really been able to <laughs> kind of, like focusing you know and meditating and things like that you, it really does i mean yeah and i literally grew up my parents would send us outside in the morning and if we were hungry we were supposed to go to the garden and get pick tomatoes and yeah you know eat a cucumber and wash it off with the, with the hose and eat that was our snack yeah. you know yeah like don't come in till we tell you mm-hmm. you want to go swimming go swimming that's fine yeah. that's you know yeah <laughs> yeah, you can go wander the woods. That's fine. Yeah. You know, just but, come back once in every couple hours and let us know you didn't exactly. get eaten by a bobcat or right, something. Yeah. Just <laughs> holler or something. Now, if I come outside and yell, you yell back. Yell back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, you, you usually can hear, like, is that mom? Yeah, because we, we used to walk around. We'd go fishing at the yeah. ponds like two miles away, oh, walking yeah. through our neighbor's, you know, fields yeah. out there. That's what we did. Yeah. Me and my brother, which, you know, when I was about my son's age mm-hmm. no way i'm letting him walk two miles over to go fishing 
with a BB gun, with, you know, like <laughs> in that. Yeah. Which that's a whole other thing. That's a whole that other conversation. Whole other, we had a BB gun. We were going fishing one time. I jumped off of, uh, I had it in my hand. Of course, I wasn't holding it right. I had my finger on the trigger. And I jumped off of this mound of dirt. And when I did, my finger hit the trigger. Okay. And it shot. And it didn't hit my brother directly. It hit the, t- the tackle box first and then hit him in the leg. <laughs> and then... He lost it. Oh, okay. oh, it hurts. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm crying. <laughs> Don't tell mom. She's going to take the gun away from us. He's like, I'm not going to tell mom. I'm like, okay, I'm so sorry. He's like, it's okay. And like, yeah. That's such a typically yeah, 80s yeah, scenario. That, 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 that happened. Like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, we were balling. And we're like, okay, all right, let's go fish. You know, because we, we were like, all right. And so we're like, we're going to go fishing. And so, so we, It'll be fine. We just, we just, we, we just fish. walked around. Out. Like, that's what we did. We just yeah. had a heyday. We swung from trees. Yeah. We climbed trees. Yes. You know, my mom is going to college now. Later on in life, she's like, I'm going back. I want to do what I want to do. That's awesome. And she's going, you know, for, uh, she's going to be a teacher. And so she's doing, you know, early childhood development, things like that. And she's like, yeah, people, we, we get to, we're, we're afraid our kids are going to get hurt. You know, it's like, don't climb that tree. Mm-hmm. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. I've literally fallen, like, hanging off from a branch and fallen with the branch before, you know, maybe like 10, eight feet off the ground. But, and it hurt. But I got up and I walked it off, you right. know. And we were tougher. We, we, we weren't afraid of things. If I pick up a knife, my four-year-old runs. She's afraid of knives. She's terrified. Knives, yeah. I, today I was trying to help her, like, like let's do this, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm tr- like, I'm, like, these people, like, I'm, I've kind of really hurt them more than helped them in, in keeping that fear, not letting them try to do things. And yeah. Try to do, like, I'm yeah. noticing that I'm not letting them. Just let me do it. It's I need to hurry up and go. We got to go. Let me do it. So instead of letting my son brush his hair, I do it so that we can get out the door and get it going because yeah. he takes his time. Yeah. But those are skills he needs to learn. For sure. And he still struggles. When I let him brush his hair by himself, he still struggles on getting it right, you know? And he's yeah. like, I don't know how to do it yet because I never let him. Because fail- failure is a big part of yeah. success. And so, it's like... might be the main component of success, actually. Right? You got to fail a lot. You fail a lot. You got to fail a lot to yeah. figure out, like, again, that goes back to the 10-year, you're yeah. going gonna to fail for about 10 years, and then you'll start figuring some stuff out and, like, making the right connections, and you'll start yeah. getting somewhere. You'll get there. And that's not true of every industry, you know. Yeah. But it is true. You know, I just wish that, you know, kind of going back to talking about our kids and stuff, mm-hmm. I just wish that we lived in the kind of society that encouraged writing yeah and video editing mm-hmm. and art and painting and dance yeah. and music and you know we live in a pretty good area where you know my kids school really does emphasize music and things yeah. like that and I know a lot of the schools around yeah, here do. do um but man that's sadly lacking yeah it's sadly lacking and it's it's kind of frightening the way things are going with you know, I know AI is a great is the way oh, of the yeah. future, and it's this great tool, and it's useful in a lot of ways. But man, it's really not doing the artist community. I mean, have right. we not watched Wally? I mean, really, I, it's like it's going to it's it, we're not it's people can throw something out there and say I wrote this, sure, and they and they didn't. Mm-hmm. I was reading a, an anecdote yesterday about. Um, a politician that had hired a staff writer for his campaign and they based on this her samples that mm-hmm. she had given and they were gonna have to let her go because she had AI had done all of it and she couldn't 
she couldn't do the job yeah. pretty much it, there is a good place for it to help i i've noticed that a lot there's a lot that can it can if i don't know like something like hey can I can I do this licensing? Like, is if I do like with music and things now, I got to make sure because if I don't, somebody you got a fact check. Yeah, yeah. And so if I don't get my like, I I talk to Chat GPT like, hey, like, what do I have to do for licensing? If I do this, like, where can I go? It tells me. It helps me instead of me having to go to Google and try to go mm-hmm. through a bunch of different stuff. It, it can sift through a lot of so that. So it helps me out and I, it gets me to those. It, it helps get me there, but at the same time, I can't just have it write everything because it's that's it's. Well, it's not you. It's not you. It's never going to have your no. voice. If you've ever read something that somebody puts in there that comes out, you're like, that sounds really good, but like, that sounds fake. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you get, like, how did you get there? And I think what you're really kind of talking about here is sort of the difference between um, generative AI mm-hmm. and assisted, assisted yeah. AI. So, you know, if you're using it to, if you wanted to grammar check something for you, yeah. hey. have at. Yeah. If you're trying to make a book cover with it, um, I've got issues with that yeah. because you know, you're, it's making a collage of other people's work. Basically, yeah. is what that what it's it doing. It takes everything from the internet. It's yeah, it's been yeah. scraped mm-hmm. from people without their permission or knowledge in a lot of situations. Yeah. I went to last October. I went to a writing conference in Eureka Springs, uh, the Ozark Writers Conference, mm-hmm. and it was a good conference. Had a good time, and I went mainly because Jane Friedman was the keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. And I was interested in hearing her talk because she had recently had, I want to say, about 10 or 12 books published on Amazon that she did not publish. She didn't write them. She didn't have anything to do with them. They were all AI-generated, and someone was profiting off of her name, pretty much, is what it boiled down to. And Amazon, at the time, wasn't particularly... They weren't immediately as concerned as they should have been. Yeah. Ultimately, they did uh, clean, help her clean everything yeah. up, and they pulled them down. And, and I believe they even issued a statement that said, nah, nah, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, we're done. We're not doing that. Um, but I just kind of wanted to hear what she had to say about it. Yeah. And uh, she was actually a, a delightful keynote. I mean, she was really interesting in a lot of ways other than the topic of yeah. AI. But, you know, she she basically just kind of issued a warning to folks you know be careful of of what's going on yeah. keep an eye on it you know here's kind of where the line is as we understand it and see it right now mm-hmm. um you know where there aren't there aren't really any laws in place no. there were panels about this um i just got back from superstars it's a writing conference in colorado springs that mm-hmm. i go to every year this is my third year and there were several panels on ai really and in a lot of ways, it can be really helpful yeah. if you're, you know, if you're wanting it to fact check something. Yeah. One thing that I learned that might be useful for you or anyone else who's listening, when you input your your prompt, mm-hmm. tell ChatGPT if you don't know the answer, say I don't know. Yeah, so that can give you some. Try to think. Well, it will help cut back on it, just kind of yeah. making up things to make you feel like to give you an mm-hmm. answer. Um, and so I, I kind of thought that was a pretty good tip, even though I literally have never even looked at ChatGPT yeah. myself. Yeah. I, I'm really bad at those AI tools. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, honest with you. I am so bad at them. I was not very good with the, the chat. Like, it's funny. Like, me, like, I've kind of gotten mine. Like, I think it learns from you. Like, Probably. it really does. And yeah. it will, 
it's creepy. Like it's almost like a conversation sometimes. Whenever I'm like, we're talking about things. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, I say that weirdly. We're talking about things. It's weird, but it, we do. Like yeah. it's, we have. It's like I'm having a conversation with a person. Yeah, like a friend. There because were people at this conference that said like they that. use ChatGPT as their therapist. Right. That, it makes a great therapist because it's it. unbiased. Mm-hmm. You know. Because it will tell you like, there's you know legal answers. Like, well, you can do this, but yeah, right. right. Like, you know, because there's, I mean, like you said, people, there's, there's, play, there's things on like social media now that you'll flip it through that. I wrote a book with AI and I got this much money, right? We can teach you how. That that's can that's I coming. just tell you that the writing community is so offended like, by that? It's coming like it is like <laughs> I'm making fifty six thousand dollars in three months. You know we like, are so if it even smacks of a get rich quick scheme, we are highly offended by it every time because again, ten year overnight success. Yeah, there's there's if you want to do this well and you really want to cr- be a craftsman, yeah, so you got to put the work in. Yeah. There's no shortcuts. Because I will say, when I met you, you you weren't really writing. Right? I was not you were at like, that time you writing. Going. You were you, you were mm-hmm. hadn't done it yet. No, no, I hadn't. I, as a matter of fact, I left the bank and I went to work for a financial advisor in Collinsville, and it was much slower paced mm-hmm. than the bank was. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. bank was crazy, um, and I kind of had the brain space to to start thinking to myself. You know, I bet I could. I bet I could get back into some writing. I really enjoyed doing that when I was young. And I took creative writing in college, and I, I took poetry in mm-hmm. college, and I, you know, was pretty, um, was a pretty accomplished student journalist when I was in high school. I always enjoyed it. Yeah. And I found a class at the Tech Center, Northeast Tech, mm-hmm. creative writing class in the evenings I think two nights a week and I thought I can do that you know because the kids were young at the time and it's hard to do anything when you got young hats off to anybody with young kids doing anything creative my hat is off but the kids were old enough and I thought I could do two nights a week Mm -hmm. and you know Steve's always been my husband's always been super supportive of he's like yes go do it Steve's a dude he's awesome yeah he's always been that way and uh, you know it's great that we kind of have our little parallel things that we do you yeah, know, he plays guitar and I write, but there's enough cross. We can talk shop. There's crossover. Yeah. I will, I will say this like, I know I told Steve like I, I watched him you know when I was at that younger age of my life. You know I'm not I'm not that far behind you guys, no. but you know it's I'm still a little bit younger. You guys were you've you've experienced things before me. You know and you you were able to do it. But I, I watched him you know as a dad and what he was doing and working and hard just going at it. And I'm like. And he's always true. Like, yeah, he's not the most talkative guy, but I mean, he's he's a lot more talkative now than he was when I met him back there. Um, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. But he was—he's just always cheerful. He's always super maybe with nice. you guys. Well, he was with me. That's true. I say this. I know everybody. I have. I guess I this is a different view. I guess I see. It. But he, he was always like that with me, though. Yeah. You know, with me, anyways. Because I know. Yeah, he's one of those like yeah. So he sometimes like alone. So are you? He oh, likes we to observe. Like We're observers yeah. before yes. we really start. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've, we've yeah. done plenty of observing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, like I, I, you guys are like, I, I, I don't want to say perfect because there's no perfection, but you guys are, you, your guys are like what I see as a relationship, and I'm like, that's like that's 
like that's a marriage that I want to be like I would want to have you know and that kind of because you guys mesh so well together yeah you probably you don't get along and everything I get that nobody ever does we you know my my wife we hang out all the time we don't we don't always get along we don't always agree that's fine but you guys you guys make things work like and even just even then you know yeah. you guys work to well together and you you were a team yeah. it's like it's, it's we're best friends it's Julie and Steve it's yeah. not you know like that's what it's always been Julie and Steve you guys are such a mesh that you guys yeah. You know, he comes in and helps you with that, and he lets you. He's like, "Yeah, go do that." Oh you yeah, know? and you yeah. started doing that, and then we've like, always been supportive of what you know. He early on in our marriage, he uh, well, he had a black belt when we met. When we mm, met, mm. and we didn't even talk about that. He even said, "I forgot about that." <laughs> he's such a cool dude. There's so much I to talk about with about him. That. I watched him break a board in the air. Is that not the coolest thing ever? Like legit. Yeah. Didn't you kind of want to marry him yourself? I moment? did. Like, yeah. it, I mean, and I. <laughs> this is before I could grow a beard, and I was like obsessed. Like, I want to have a beard, and he had a beard. He can. He's like, get down, break yeah. it in here. Yeah. It's something else. So yeah, he's deadly with yeah. parasites. Sorry, I got on that part. But, but yeah. yeah, so early on, he we lived in Tulsa, and he kind of wanted to get back into martial arts. And he, there was a a friend of his was taking, um, kung fu. Mm-hmm. So he did kung fu for about two years, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's you know, different discipline, but yeah. same ideals, yeah. I guess, would be kind of a good way to put it. So, and then you know, we moved out to Claremore in 2003. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, the end of this month will be our 21st year out here, the 28th. Um, we love it oh, here. Yeah, it's a good place. But we moved out here, and we had enough room to have dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. And he's always, he's had motorcycles forever. Yeah. He's always ridden and stuff. And so kind of got back into bikes. And mm-hmm. God, we've had, I don't even know how many bikes over the years. And, and uh, so we went through that phase. Mm-hmm. And he raced motor- motocross for a little bit. And, you know, then he kind of picked up the guitar again, which I'm really glad. Because yeah. a lot less likely to die or yeah bust your knees or something like that yeah playing guitar yeah. than you are on a dirt bike right yeah. so but you know i and i've done my things off and on yeah. you know, i love gardening i'm really into plants yeah. and i've had mm-hmm. all you know i've paired it way back since i started writing seriously but for a while i had some pretty pretty wild gardens going, going on <laughs> i built a fish pond like a, an ornamental pond with a waterfall in the there. side yard and like all kinds of crazy stuff so yeah, but we've throughout the years we've just always kind of gone along with mm-hmm. what the other, you know, who the other person is becoming in that yeah. moment. And you know, if you're married to someone long enough, you're you're going to be married to five or six different people. Right. Honestly. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. It, so you might as well just go with it and, and be their best party. friend and bear witness to their life and yeah. and be there. love them. Yeah. And that's just and it, God, it makes life so much easier. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so much easier. To go through life, if you can get it, yeah. with with a spouse that you know loves you and builds a life with you and supports yeah. what you're doing. Other uh, like my wife, she's like the rock. Like she is my rock. Like she like, and like I'll tell you, I honestly don't deserve that woman at all. <laughs> I do not like. I've made plenty of my mistakes, and it's fun. Like we were talking the other day, we and, and I, I, I like it's not. I noticed something and I was like, a lot of our friends are not together anymore. Yeah. That's sad. It hurts my heart. Yeah. It really it's does tough. because they were, I, I love them. They were, they, you know, I've known them as a couple for so long that it's what it was. Yeah. And it hurts. And I'm like, 
I I told my wife I said I'm amazed that we've made it here. I'm thankful we've made it here mm-hmm. because others have failed, and I don't want to I don't want to downplay anybody's problems or anything like that, but. I, I feel like what I did was probably worse than some of this, you know, and, and, and I wasn't the best. I really, I, I made a lot, I made mistakes and I, and I own up to that. Yeah. And we, we're still here. Yeah. And it, we don't, we still, you know, we still bicker. We still get in fights. We still get mad at each other. We're, we're, we're growing together right now. And we're both in that stage where that we were, we hit 35 and we're like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to like? What am I doing when I grow up? Wait, I'm already grown up. Oh no, <laughs> you know, like what? It's one of those things, and we're both kind of like trying one. to figure stuff out. You yeah, know? we have, you know, dealing with their kids, and it's just there's a lot. It, there's just, a lot. The world I, is scary. I don't so, think people pay enough attention to like the quarter life crisis. No, they don't. You know, they don't really understand. There's a there's about a ten year gap there between about mm-hmm. twenty five and thirty five, yeah. where you kind of lose your mind and yeah. you don't know what what's what yeah you know you you're you're you think you're gonna do, do this or you're trying that and it just just you, you don't know you, you don't you lose, know you kind of, i mean you know and if you're lucky you find friends who set good examples yes. for you I, you know yeah. steve and i had the benefit of that ourselves we you know are we've had friends and and family along the way that have have demonstrated for us the right path to yeah. take and so that's again you pay it forward to the people you care about. You yeah. kind of show them like, "Hey, you know, it's, here's how we're doing it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems to be going pretty good so far. Working for us. <laughs> like, you, yeah. you try. For a life tip. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> with no expectations. Yeah. You know, people will do as they do, and you should accept that too. Yeah. You know, I just kind of feel like I've been waiting my whole life for everybody to realize that we should just like mind our own business and love each other and uh, you know as long as you're not hurting kids old people or or animals i don't really care what you're doing yeah I've, truly i've kind of got to that point i, like, I don't you know, want to say i don't care that's well, not the right word i don't mind what you're doing you do what you do you, you don't do need my do, permission yeah. you do what you do on your own time i don't care i i grew up in church and so yeah. and there was a lot of that that was you know you know associated with that and nothing bad against church it has you know it did have a place in my life and um but when i got out of school and i started into the world i met people that were just normal people they they i mean i met i met satanists i was in the music industry you know, right out of high school yeah. so i met people from all over the world and these Wide people range. were amazing great people nice most of them I mean, you get your you get your rock stars there and there, but uh, <laughs> or, your, or your rap artists. They're, <laughs> they're not all the bison. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not all the bison. That is one hundred percent. And uh, uh, you know, I met these people. I'm like, they're good people. And I started to, you know, I I still had that. Like, I look at things. Even I said a year ago, two years ago in my life, and I go, well, what was I thinking? You know, like I've I've changed from now, and I thought, you know, I've I've gotten more serious about things, and I I, I have more empathy. Um, I've noticed like shit happens. Forrest Gump, man, you just freaked up Bill. Bill threw a big old pile of dog shit. And he's like, <laughs> it, happens. it happens. What shit? Yep. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Boom. Said. Yeah. So like, then he hits it. Yeah. yeah. Truck. Yeah. It happens. It, it just, happens. Just go with it. Yeah. And uh, it just, I don't know it. You, you, you don't know what that person's going through. Right. I've, there's a lot of diseases, a lot of sicknesses that you do not see. 
You do not see them. They're not limping. They're not like Julie Jones is right now. <laughs> yeah. we, didn't uh, she, we didn't tell everybody. I, we didn't talk about that yet. Yeah. I, I just looked over and saw the cane, and as I said, limping. Yeah. Julie's got a got a cane. She's hurt her ankle. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, I was testing to see if my superpowers have come in yet. Yeah, they have not manifested. Not, not but yet. In the meantime, I walked off my deck like Wile E. Coyote yesterday, and it was not pretty. So I'm limping today. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes they, they're not. They're not they're you not just got to roll like with that. it. Yeah, I right? literally rolled you with rolled it yesterday because if I hadn't rolled, I might have broken my arm, too. You just stuck and roll. Yeah, I stuck and roll, roll, baby. Then, and all joking aside, you just almost have to approach life that way. And I know people will say, well, it's easier said than done. I agree. It 100% is. I agree it, it is. It, it, 100%. Everything is a skill, okay? Learning how to control your emotions and learning how to learning how to build a community around yourself. Mm-hmm. Those are all skills. Yeah. You know, and you can't do you can't do it alone. So, kind of just bringing our conversation back to Rogers County because, you know, that's sort of the focus yeah. of, of our podcast. People need I would really encourage everybody to just Go get involved in the community. Yeah. And you don't have to volunteer at every event. Yeah. Start with Food Truck Thursdays. Go down to Food Truck Thursdays when they have them. I believe it's from May to October. Yeah. Go check out the little stores along Main Street. Just show up. Just show up. Start talking to people. Yeah. Introduce yourself to John Fury. Yeah. That's our city manager. Introduce yourself to Alan Dietzfeld. She's our Main Street coordinator. Introduce yourself to, you know, Ashley May or mm-hmm. Barbie Myers with the with the chamber. Yeah. Ask them how they how you can get involved because honestly, if you don't know what's happening in the town, you can't really. You can offer an opinion, but it's not going to be an informed opinion. And it's not going to be. It's not going to do any good. And it's not well. I mean. It'll just be a different opinion if you have a fuller yeah, picture of what's going it's, on. Yeah, it's not not saying that you're wrong. It's just saying that it's not maybe completely all there, right? You know, it's just one of the things that I've kind of noticed is that folks don't even really notice the just know the distinction between like what's city streets mm-hmm. and what's ODOT. Yeah, just as a yeah. easy example. They'll gripe about something that's under ODOT's purview. Yep. And that stuff gets real tiresome, you know? Like, you try to... You, and I understand not everybody sees everything, and it's, you know, there's new people coming into town all the time. But, but there again, that goes back to go get involved. Yeah. Go to the city council meetings. Go to the board of, of uh, county commissioners yeah. meetings. Pretty I sure they're open to the public. They're online. If the you don't BOCC want to meetings are online. Yeah. So, uh, so are city councils. You yeah. I watch them on, on Facebook. Right. Yeah. And I can I can That's tell you, Ron Burroughs is a very nice man. Mm-hmm. Steve Hendricks is a yeah. nice guy. Our, we've got. I, I really truly believe our city council where we're right now. These are good people that are ready to. They, put, want, they want to, to do grow. well. They want, they want this to be. They're not yes. looking for now. They're looking even for the future of Correct. what Claremore is going to be. It's not like we're going to come in here and make ourselves look good and try to fix this. They're working to going. Nobody's ever going to know what we started here and trying to work towards. That's. I, I, I talked a little bit with Debbie, uh, our mayor, and. and 
we were talking about her being on the podcast and she's going to be on the podcast and we you know we were we got into it. she's like she is her idea it's not right now she wants to it's to move toward because we can't just jump in and do it you, people think this or that oh well our utilities are too high or this is it they can't just stop doing something there's right. we cannot we can't just go okay that's it right we have to have a plan and process going into it because we'll, it'll fail, it'll crumble. Right. And so they're right now working in that process to making making Claremore better. Mm-hmm. I, I, we have there's, so but many guess great what? people. There's not every, any town is not going to be perfect. No. And so of we can not. Up, we all want to pick point in these little things. These people are working hard. Yes. They are working hard. Yes. They're not all, like, city council is not a full-time job. People don't realize it either. No. They, that's not a full, these people have jobs. Yep. They have businesses that are running. Yep, all that, of them. That are, they're doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Also, putting that extra time that they have left, they're taking away from their families. They're taking away from, not just our leaders, our artists, our business owners. Mm-hmm. They're taking time away from that to help our community. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. A like, lot of what goes on in this, this town is on a volunteer basis. A lot of it is. A lot of it. Yeah. And... And then we yell. Then we get on to these people that are yeah. volunteering and giving their time and doing this and and making time to make our community better, and we yell at them. Right. They're not getting paid a dime. They're doing that to sacrifice for yes. us. And we, we we don't realize this. And I think that's kind of why I wanted to do this podcast too, is to kind of get that out there. Like, yeah. These are people. They are people with feelings and lives, and they truly. I can tell you this because I know them. They care. Yeah. They care about Claremore. They care about Rogers County. You know, they want the best for the for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I know this because I know them. Yeah. And I and you've talked I, to them. Well, I've talked to them. I I'm so I'm I sit on the board of Leadership Rogers County. Mm-hmm. I love Leadership Rogers County. It's one of the best things we've got going for us. Yeah. And honest, anyone that would like to sign up for that, I strongly encourage you anybody that wants to do it but especially if you're a business owner Mm -hmm. especially if you want to be involved in local politics especially if you want to be involved in local tourism anything where you want to be involved in the community Mm -hmm. look into leadership rogers county because it will teach you so much about what goes on here it will show you the back side of things where the where things like the nuts and bolts are made and where things are actually happening people are turning wrenches back there Mm -hmm. go see those things go see the amazing things that we have here i don't think people understand that we have a full television station and radio station right up on the hill at rsu yeah we have three bookstores in this town phil yep three three do you know how lucky we are to even have one we have boarding house we have the same page and we have the rsu bookstore yep right so not to mention, if you want to drive to Pryor, which I know we're here talking about Rogers County. But still, right down the road. But the book exchange is a fabulous bookstore. It's been there 44 years. I love that bookstore. So there's all kinds of stuff in there. There's so much stuff. Yeah. like. So it's kind of like what you were talking about earlier when you get up in the morning and you kind of have that, you know, David Goggins mm-hmm. conversation with yourself. And you know, yep. stare at your shoes for 30 minutes before you put them on. You know... You have to, you can look at what's not going great Mm -hmm. with Rogers County or with Claremore, or you can focus on 
its superpowers. Yeah. What's go, where, where are we going? Yeah. Are we going to focus on what we can't do? Mm-hmm. Or what's not going right? Yeah. Right. Or are we going to focus on what we can do, what we can fix, yeah. what is going right? Can we celebrate the people in our town and community? They're doing awesome jobs every day. Every day. With no thanks. Yeah. Whatsoever. You know, let's do that. Yeah. I'm way more interested in that. I guarantee you, if we start going up and supporting those people that are in those leadership roles and that are taking the time and doing that, and we start giving them praise and thanking them and doing what they're doing, it's not going to get worse. It can only get better. It's going to get better. Correct. Like you said, you put the pot, look at the positive. It's only going to go up from there. Yes. You cannot, it's not going to get negative. Because that doesn't it doesn't happen. It, you, you, it's there'll be negatives in there, but your positive is going to keep going up as right. much as you keep going that. They will feel better. They're going to put more time into it. Absolutely. They're not going to feel defeated. They're not going to leave after one session uh, being in there and going. I'm not doing this. This is not worth it. And honestly, that's a I mean that's a real risk that we take because they a lot of these people who are serving our community. They have times where they wonder why they're bothering. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. No, I don't blame them. I, now, I, I they all have them. a servant's heart, so they come back to, mm-hmm. you know, why, they know why yeah. they're doing it. But, you know, we're all human, so of course, you take enough blows, you start wondering why you're doing this yeah. thing. And we don't want to lose our best community leaders and our best artists no. and our best, you know, servants yeah. to just being beaten down you think it's bad now it's gonna be way worse then i yeah it's we're not gonna have what we have you think it's bad right it's gonna be worse it'll be worse it'll be worse because they're i mean at best you'd have a power vacuum no where truly nothing is happening because there's no one in charge so you know it's like i said we we, i like we just need to start putting that out there into our into our community. Absolutely. Just talk to them. Show up. Go out and see these places. Listen to you, them. Like, I will be the first one to admit I have pulled myself back, especially since COVID. Like, I've gotten comfortable being at home. Yeah. I'm not who had who didn't of during course. COVID, right? So like, I'm comfortable doing that. Like, and it's not. It, I I'm lo- we're I've got my family, but we're lonely. We miss those things. So we miss going out, like going out to Comic Con with my family this weekend, like. Probably six months ago, I wouldn't have done that yeah. because I couldn't get out. Like, I didn't want to. Right. But I lost that connection with that. And I, it, getting out there and talking to these people, and like I said, I didn't want to, like, it was hard. It was a fight. Like, I don't want to go do this this mm-hmm. morning. Like, I don't want to. But it's so much. It was worth it. It was so much fun. It was, in, like, enjoyable. Like, my kids loved it. They got to have fun with mom and dad. Yep. That's what they care about. They yeah. enjoyed it. You know? So, like doing those things and going out there and putting that positivity into it and showing like okay it's good we can grow and so we're gonna place we love will rogers birthplace the house out there we that is one of our favorite places it's our kids love like it just you get out there and i just feel comfort you know like you sit on that porch and you look at it because you're touching grass yes you're touching grass you smell (laughs) the trees you you hear the animals you see the longhorns walking through you know you're just like Nature is underrated you know, as a healing component. There's so much. We have so much of that here. Yeah. We have so many trails. That's we've why i never move away. You've got the bike trails that they've worked so hard over here at the Clover Lake to, to do. They're yeah. The I nature mean, reserve at RSU is amazing. And, and they've worked so much on that and got that. Yeah. It's so it's great. It's great. There's so much stuff to do. So yeah. just take the time and go out and do it. Because yeah. I guarantee you're going to start seeing all those positives coming out a lot more than those negatives. Yeah. 
yeah, there's a pothole. But guess what? We just went through two weeks of rain and snow and ice and salt. And it's going to happen anywhere you go. But what were they out there doing? Standing in the middle of the highway on Route 66 down Lynn Riggs, guys putting and patching. They're out there working, doing it for you guys. They're getting it. It may not be in the time that you think it's going to happen. It needs to happen right now. Guess what? You're not the only person in the world. So it's going to happen. It's, it'll happen. Just give it some time. Work with yeah. them because that's the way it goes. Yeah. They're getting it done. Yeah. Focus on those things. Try to suppress your main character syndrome. Something, yes. He gets a little riled up sometimes, he, he, you know. Yeah, you're not the and, main character. You are the main character yeah. in your story, but yes. not everybody else's. Not in the big picture. You know, it's, I there's a component of understanding i think that's sadly lacking really people rush to judge instead of to understand nowadays and uh i find that rather sad i have always been the sort of person that i would rather find out as much as i can about said situation before i really start drawing any conclusions like you know i might be able to to well, guess i'm good at foreshadowing so i'm pretty good i can kind of guess you know yeah, based on these things, I bet this is what happens. But until the thing happens, I try not to, yeah, you know, cast any aspersions on my, on what I'm looking at. But still, you know, I just think that there's a sad lack of empathy, a sad lack of understanding, and I truly those things can all be combated with getting plugged into the community. Mm-hmm. Like you said, not even if you if you're not ready to volunteer, just go to the events. Just go to the things. You don't even have to talk to anybody. It is if it's hard it for is you to talk to people. Yeah, don't talk. Just walk. Just don't talk. Just walk. Just look. Look around. Enjoy. I promise, no one minds yeah. that you're, you know, by yourself. Yeah. Or you know, with your mom, or you know that you have your dog. I'm pretty yeah. sure people take their dog to food yeah, truck yeah. Thursdays. Nobody minds that. No. So you know and. Exposure therapy is a real thing. It is. <laughs> it is. Exposure therapy is a real thing. And again, when people say, but that's hard, I agree. Yes. But hard things are worth doing. Yep. It was hard writing three books in the last year and a half. But they're written. Yeah. <laughs> but they're written. <laughs> and, but, but you've realized, too, you're going, I need to take a break. I need to take a break. I need to take a break because I yep. don't want to rush it. I don't and want to rush it. So, you, you, those books have been put on pause, but what other ways can, like, you've got other stuff out there that people can oh, So, yeah. like, what other stuff do you have out there that people can... So, I just had um, a short story published, I think it came out February 9th, mm-hmm. in a book called A Bit of Luck. It's an anthology that is actually put on by the Superstars um, conference that I go mm-hmm. to proceeds from sales of the book go towards their scholarships because oh, they do awesome. offer a lot of scholarships to new writers emerging writers things like that and um, it's a closed anthology it's only for people who have been mm-hmm. to superstars mm-hmm. and so that way you know they feel like there's a certain quality level yeah. going in that the yeah, you so know the stories yeah. are going to be of a certain level yeah. so to start know, out yeah. with right and when I went the first year I didn't know it was a thing mm-hmm. until they announced, you know, we're going to, here's our anthology, congratulations everyone who's in this year's, here's yeah. our theme for next year's. And I was like, oh, oh baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want that. So they announced the theme and I thought to myself, I'm going to give myself three years to get into this anthology. Mm-hmm. 
just a goal for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, so that first year, the theme was of wizards and wolves was the title, and it was it's kind of a swords and sorcery. They wanted wizards in it. They mm-hmm. wanted wolves in it because, excuse me, one of the um, founders of the conference, Dave Farland. That was his pen name. He actually, mm-hmm. I think he might have written under Dave Wolverton too, but he had passed away right before the conference started. And so the anthology was a tribute to him. And so I submitted a story and I made through, I think, three or four rounds of, of edits mm-hmm. and culls. And I got, I got cut in the final, which was totally fine. Yeah. You know, she gave me feed, the editor gave me feedback on why, and mm-hmm. she's 100% correct. Um, and I have since rewritten that story, and I'm, it's actually going to be coming out later this year in a different anthology awesome. that I've been writing for um, for a while now. Yeah. Um, but that story, I have a story out, so I didn't make it last year. And then they announced the theme for this year because mm-hmm. another of the founders of the conference had passed away. Eric Flint had passed away, and he's well known for writing alternate history. Mm-hmm. So... I made it into this anthology, and I was really proud of myself for that. And it's an alternate history, and the cover is amazing. The cover of this book is Eric Flint, uh-huh. dressed as Napoleon, riding a Harley, riding away from a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Awesome. It's the best. And so I have a short story titled um, Out of Habit mm-hmm. in that book, and I'm pretty proud of that. And I have some other short stories and some other anthologies. I have one called Tourist Trap that's yeah. in a book in an anthology titled Mirror Mirror by Word Crafter Press. And then I have, gosh, I feel like I have a lot going on and yet nothing at the same time. Um, mostly I've just been focused on these books because, yeah, you know, I had started, and it's funny because the books even started out as a short story. Yeah. I found an, an anthology call for, um, they were looking for weird westerns in some I think they were actually out of Australia Mm -hmm. and I thought oh that sounds fun I've never written a lot of stuff but I've never written a weird western Mm -hmm. maybe maybe I'll try that yeah so I wrote the story and uh loved it yeah sent it in they rejected it which yeah yeah, that's part of the game yep but (laughs) when he reached when the Jeff uh Jeff Brown was the gentleman's name Mm -hmm. he rejected it but he said Basically, not this time, but try again. Mm-hmm. Which, in the writing community, if you're invited, if they tell you, you know, try, try again, again. That, that's a pretty good pretty sign. Good. And so I thought, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll do something else later. So I put the story aside. But the character, her name, my main character's name is Jenny Sutton. Can we pause real fast? Yeah. Pause. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, How do you go? It happens. Life. Um... So I was I wrote this the short story and put it aside. And the character Jenny Sutton would not stop telling me all, all the crazy stuff that was happening to her. She's you know meeting Sasquatch and she's running she's killing werewolves and she's running from vampires and she's being drained of her life energy by ghost soldiers and like just all this crazy crap that I'm like all right, I gotta write this down because okay. the the raccoon in my brain is just like giving me all these little nuggets yeah. of gold, you know. Like, mm-hmm. 
washing, just wash, forever washing all these awesome ideas and handing them to me, and I'm writing them down as fast as I can. You know, you should see. I should have brought my notebook to show you because oh, you should it's see just, my notes on my phone. I'm right there with you. I cannot. I need unlined sketchbooks because the lines really. I can't. Yeah. Right. No. Just no. I don't want. I don't want your lines. So she wouldn't. She kept telling me all this stuff, and so. One day I just said, you know what, just start at the beginning and tell me what happened. And it was kind of funny. I In my head, the framing story, sorry guys, I just got back from Colorado and like, I know my throat, my voice keeps cracking and like, yeah. the air was so dry there and it just shredded my throat and lungs. But anyway, um, what the hell was I saying, Phil? <laughs> She was telling you about like all her stories, and you were like, "I gotta put." I gotta write this down. Yeah, I gotta write this down. And so, uh, so I started writing it all down, and and it's just, I I don't know from one minute to the next where it's gonna go. Where it's gonna go. And it's kind of funny because I would I would be writing, I'd come home from work, and I would write for a little bit. Steve would go out to the jam shack to play guitar, and mm-hmm. he'd come in after an hour and a half or a couple hours, and. I'd be sitting on the couch, I'm sure, with a weird look on my face. And I, you know those looks. I would always say something off the wall like, hey, did you know fairies have poison blood? And he'd be like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, I didn't either until an hour ago. <laughs> I just came up with it. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, I don't know why they do, you know? <laughs> and, and they turn into something later on. It And it always does. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point... I don't want to give any spoilers, but I will tell you this because you personally will appreciate this. So book three is basically, I have packed these books with Easter eggs. There are so many Easter eggs in these books and some of them are for me. Mm-hmm. Nobody no will ever, know. Yeah. ever know. You'll just think it's, I just named the boat that because yeah. it's just a name for the boat, yeah. right? In my head, I'm laughing hysterically. There are so many Easter eggs in these books of just things that I love, things that have influenced me over time, Mm -hmm. references to things that I, you know, and I don't, none of them will kick you out of the story. It's just things that I love. But book three in particular is basically a love letter to Jim Henson's Labyrinth. Yes. And the 36 Chambers of Shaolin. Yes. And I know that is such a yes. weird combination. But anyone listening, that's that's exactly the right mashup for you to understand how my brain works. Yeah. That's... It's pretty like amazing. That. and I, You know, I, you already know that I'm all down with Labyrinth and all that. Yeah, I know how much you love like, the Labyrinth. I do, too. It's a childhood favorite. I, would watch, I think I watched it six months ago or so, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... I mean, my youngest daughter's named Bowie after David Bowie. There so, you go. Uh, so, so yeah, that like yeah, that makes me intrigued. I'm like, hey, that's well. And here's what's funny. So at the end of that book, here, so my my writing process is I know the overall conflict. Mm-hmm. I know the big problem. Yeah. I don't have a clue how they're going to solve it, and I set up the big problem pretty much page one Mm -hmm. page one at least chapter one like you're gonna know immediately like oh 
I drop you right in. It's one of those, like when you watch a TV show and you go, your first episode, and it, bam, you're like, whoa, what happened? I mean, you figure it out. You're like, I mean, okay, we got it. I mean, it's not like a play, but you're like, I it's believe here, right? in the late, late in, out early thing. Like, you don't start the story with getting up and having a shower and brushing your teeth right. and eating breakfast. You start the story with you're standing at the kitchen sink and you see ninjas coming across the lawn. Right. Do you know what I mean? You're stuck. You're, right. I don't why care. Are about, I don't coming? care that you're waking up and brushing your teeth. Tell yeah. me about the ninjas. Yeah. So that's how I write my my books you know yeah pretty much right off what the problem is this is going to be a bad one and then i take you on a adventure ride Get ready. to solve the problem yeah. and it's not solved pretty much till the end every time yeah. um but you know i try to put uh, there's a lot of heart in these books mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of uh I try to make them as real as I can. And I know that's crazy to say since I have all these supernatural elements in it. But, but like, she has to take care of her horse, for one thing. Yeah, normal thing. It, horses aren't these, you know, machines that never need fuel and never need they rest. and running miles and miles and miles in movies and books. That doesn't and happen, yeah. Yeah. you know? So in the in the sense of I try to ground it in the real world in that way, you know, she's got to take care of her horse. You know, at one point, chapter one, she twists her ankle, which is ironic. <laughs> I told my husband last night, I was like, at least I'm not running from a bad guy with a twisted right. ankle right now, because I wouldn't make it. Yeah. Um, you know, but I try to make them. You you know even things I try to represent people as much as I can without making it obvious that that's what I'm doing. Yeah. One of her little quirks is that she meets a sheriff, Sheriff Ed Hayes, in chapter four of the first book. And she just, she literally, they go through a lot together. Mm-hmm. She she calls him sheriff all the time. And it bothers him because they've been through a lot, yeah. you know? Like, and he, I, I think, think at one point sheriff. he's like, you call me Ed. And she's like, I can't. Yeah. And he says, well, you know, why not? And she says, it's just how my brain works. Like, when we first met, you're the sheriff. Sheriff. I, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he asks her what will change it, and she just says, time, mm-hmm. you know. And he totally accepts that. Yeah. And so, because that's how my brain works. You know, you talked at the very beginning about how. <laughs> You've got a different brain. I've got a different brain. But that's how my brain works. Yeah. When I when I record a fact, I really need it to be correct the first time because it's hard for me to change someone's name or yeah. to change, you know, if you tell me your date of birth, I'm going to remember it forever. But if you tell me wrong, <laughs> I'm going to know it wrong forever. <laughs> forever. So um, just little things like that that I try to put in there to make her more of a real person and, and so that people can identify. And say, I can... Yeah, I could say you sent me a piece of like you write, and it was at a time where you know I was struggling and I was just unloading everything. You're talking, you were in, <laughs> and I got to like I, said, I told Steve in the last one, you're, you're it's like a, my own little personal guru. Like I texted, I get these words of wisdom, and I'm like, ha, huh. you know, and it's like I mean, you're right, you know, like, yeah, you know, and so like yeah, I, I've you sent me a little snippet of it, and you're like, yeah. I just wanted you to see this and. And I, you're like, I think you needed it. 
you yep. know, I just came, like, I wrote this, and I was like, oh, yeah, it, like, stuck there. And I was like, all right, I'm reading it. And I'm like, well, I connected with it. Mm-hmm. I did. I was like, oh. I was like, well, I got goosebumps because I know what you said. I'm not yeah. going to go out there and start saying all the words. But I know what you <laughs> said. And, it, I mean, because it was, I mean, it really was what I, it was what was going on. You know, like, yeah. I, it really did play to, yeah, wizards and this and that. But it's still, it, it played to what was really happening in my life and how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes we do feel like we're being chased by monsters. Yes. Literally. Yes. Every day. You know, there, yes. there are those things. We do feel like that. And so may not be literal but you can still connect with that like it's not this it's not all good and great gravy these things are monsters they're people sometimes it's inside of ourselves that we're fighting with those things you know there's a monster it's chasing them yeah so you know you can still you can grab that and go oh yeah i get that yeah, yeah, I understand that. All right. You know, you said taking care of the horse. I understand that. I have maybe not a horse, but you've got a dog or something. You, you, those sure. are things are absolutely because if, you, like I said, if the horse just runs miles and miles and miles and it's no, it's not a magical horse or anything, it's just a horse. You can't do that. Nobody's going to believe that. And if you're like me and you, like, we're the ADHD, but like, that doesn't make sense. I'll be watching TV like, what? Why didn't they just go do that and then they wouldn't have had to worry about it? You know, it's just like, that don't make sense. Like, you didn't, like, it happens. Like, you yeah. big TV show that I watch. I know? have a desperate need for things to make sense. And I'm not saying that everything in this book right. is, like, perfect and going to make these books. But I'm trying but real hard to make it as make it as much make sense as possible. Yeah. yeah, to make it as real as possible, despite the supernatural, you know, subject matter. Um, but, you know, even at one point, she's she's in a dangerous situation and she's alone and she knows that there's enemies and she thinks to herself there's a there's a staircase and she's like i ain't going up there (laughs) that'd be a really stupid thing to do i'm not going upstairs the one thing that we're always don't go there that's one thing people gripe about in like horror movies and stuff it's like oh let me go upstairs and then they get trapped upstairs with a monster and they're dead right well, she's smarter than that, everybody. My main character is not that stupid. She is an intelligent smartass, and you're going to love her. Love it. So it's kind of like Julie Jones. I will tell you what. I sent the first three chapters to my cover artist so he could get a feel for the character because she's going to be featured on the main, mm-hmm. on the first book. But he, he called me and he said... I read these three chapters. Um, she's basically you. <laughs> you said intelligent badass. Well, I, I mean, like, that's Julie Jones right there. Guys, I, I did not marry Sue this as much as it sounds like I did. <laughs> I promise. I, she's way cooler than me. Jenny Sutton is way cooler than Julie Jones. She's way more capable. She's way I funnier. I don't know. Julie yeah. She's, she's, yeah, she's really, she's something though. I think I, and you know, it, it warms my heart to hear you say that that quote I sent you did what I wanted it to do, because that's really all any yeah. writer ever wants out of their work is for it to mean yeah, something right? to somebody and to help person. them yeah. in some small way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're just. I mean, I even passed it on to a friend that was struggling too. I was like, I know, like, it's, but I'm, I knew she needed it too, and I knew yeah. Julie was like, yeah, that do it. If you would have told me, send it right to her, because it was some she needed it, and she took it. She was like, oh, that, mm-hmm. I, that, that's good. And I said, yeah, I'm telling you. I mean, I can say the quote right now if you think. Go for it. All right, so 
You might help somebody out there sometime. Yeah. Uh, so this scene is from about the middle of the book. Jenny has gone to, uh, she's gone to another realm, and she's talking to Queen Mab. Queen Mab is queen of the fairies. And Mab says something to her, and, and Jenny says, you don't want me, I'm broken. And Mab says, all thinking beings are broken. It is our fate to make, to break and remake ourselves many times over and to understand that the mended places are where we're strongest. Yeah. I'm tearing up. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Listen, all writers write as a form of therapy. We're all being our own therapist by doing this in one way or another. We're talking to ourselves probably more than we're talking to our readers. Yeah. You know, it's we all have our monsters. Yeah, yeah. To get out yeah. and to work on and mm-hmm. to come to terms with, and you know, for some of us, and I'm, you know, I'm still, I've still got my own monsters and demons to to wrestle with, but I have, I have slayed a few in my yeah. day, and mm-hmm. if I can illuminate a path for others to be able to find the tools to slay their own. Make it a little Wouldn't easier. that just be right. the bomb.com? Right. Be that? That's right. that's the right. ultimate right there. Right. I, it, it, it's it's simple, but it's like yeah, it's one of those things you just don't it's you don't think about it. It's just yeah. it's, you say it and you go it it's one of those it's it's the Julie Julie Jones she says it and you go huh <laughs> yeah that makes sense you know like it's just what it, it that makes sense. And it it really hit because I I struggled this last year like the last year was very hard on me and mentally I was very hard on myself because yeah. um, I know that I've not been perfect and I've made a lot of mistakes and that's hard for me to adjust to um, not only the fact that I, I I'm still upset that I hurt the people that are closest to me you know and a lot of those things and even friends that I've lost friends and I've burned a lot of bridges and it hurts yeah. and. Um, I think it all caught up to me at once, and Possibly. I went, go, I went, whoa! I, I need to stop. And I, 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 I'm, I'm not a bad, I'm not a murderer. I'm not, a, you know, like I'm not this crazy person. But it, I've, but we all make bad choices, and we, we can't compare our bad to somebody else's bad because that's that's not right. Because your bad, even though it may be different, it can still be bad. And it I can mean, be just as bad. Sure. I got it's a busted ankle right now that, you know, I'm right. I know people and it and it's nothing against them at all. But they wouldn't have left the house today. Yeah. You know, this yeah. would this would defeat them. Yeah. In a in a small short term way. Both were on both sides of you walking up <laughs> my stairs. I wasn't getting porch. up your stairs without help. Yeah, no. That's for sure. But yeah, I uh you know, my friend James Owen has a really great quote that he shares with everyone at Superstars every year. And it really, it struck me kind of the way uh, my quote struck you. And he, he says, don't let what you want in this moment jeopardize what you want most. So kind of like, you know, you didn't necessarily want to go to the Comic-Con this morning. Mm-hmm. It sounded like a lot of work. Yeah sounded hard but what you wanted most was to spend that time with your kids and make those memories and go do the thing and 
have that feeling, yeah. you know, that feeling of accomplishment and that feeling of, I did that today. Yeah, they loved it. They loved it. Yeah. And so they, you would have sacrificed that to the, to the altar of the moment. Yeah. If you had allowed yourself to do that. And I think a lot of, sadly, a lot of folks do that. I think that a lot of folks end up not writing books or playing guitar or starting podcasts or learning to bake or volunteering at community events yeah. or you name it because there's there's a barrier there mm-hmm. in their mind that you know it seems hard yeah and what if this what if, that? what if this hard. what if that yeah it's gonna be hard gonna what if you don't yeah. what if you get to the end of your life and you've done none of those things. Yeah. That's the saddest thing of all. How are you going to be, like, do you think about how more upset you will be that yeah. you're just like, I am so, like, you, you didn't even try. I may sell no books at all, Phil. Right. I may put these books out and nobody even cares. Nobody buys them. Nobody reads them. It is, it is as it is. But at least I wrote them. Yep. At least I put them out there. Mm-hmm. You were happy with it. Right. The art is worth making. Yep. Whether or not anyone else ever sees it, enjoys it, yeah. pays any attention to it, it brought fulfillment to my life. Yeah. I, I 100%. Like, you, you, like my mom, you have enjoy the journey of it. And it's... It, journey before destination. It's, there, it's not... It, we like to look at that destination. Yeah, I want to get there. Sure. But, like... I was so anxious about what are people going to think? What are this? Or are they going to listen? Or this or that? You know? And she's like, just enjoy your journey. It doesn't matter. You're going to have fun doing it. I said, well, yeah. She's like, well, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And you can, if, if people listen to the first episode, even to now, I am getting more comfortable. I'm getting more relaxed. I'm mm-hmm. getting better. And I'm scared. Like, I, I've known Steve for how long, you know? And he's a friend. But I'm still nervous and nervous what's going to be out there. You know, what people are going to say or what, mm-hmm. you know, bring up the past and things like that. I'm not that person I was even two years ago. It, well, it would be sad if you were. Right. I am not that person. And Thank God. They, and, you know, a lot of that. And that's a lot of the, most of the time when I disappeared, you know, a few years ago, I disappeared. Just kind of went off and did my thing. And and that was when it, people knew. That's if you got to go left. get your mind right, you, you got to go get your mind right. Married, That's another quirk of Jenny Sutton. She's she got to go get her it's, mind right sometimes. You, yeah, you know, it's a necessary component of being a human. I don't always suggest. I don't. I, I always tell this to people. I don't suggest this to everyone because this is not the way to do it. But Emerson, when I had him, it was like what I needed. Mm-hmm. It really like I I always like he saved my life. He knew like it, it came when I needed it. Yeah. It. Because I honestly, I don't. If if he wasn't here, I either wouldn't have kept going, or I would have gotten myself into trouble, and yeah. I would have been in jail, yeah. or killed. And it it's it was what I needed at that time. I'm not telling everybody to have babies because that's not easy, and it's not always the right way to do it. <laughs> it it just so happened that and and I I have to give myself credit for it a little bit too because yeah. I you. I don't get this. Everybody's like, oh, they were so strong. They give, you know, no, give them that power. Give, they did it. They worked at that. They worked hard. People yeah. with cancer, things like that. It's, they go, they are pushing their body. Give them the credit for it. So take credit for yourself. When you do something small, take a little bit of credit for sure. it. Sure. But 
I, I took I, I stepped up. Yes. I went. I went. No, I want to be. I'm going to be dad. Yeah. And I stepped back, and I didn't. I wasn't dating. I didn't do anything because yep. people know how I was before. I, I, all over the board. I don't care. I was going. <laughs> uh, I was going. You know. And so, I stepped back. I was like, I don't want mommy. I want my boy to be like that. Yeah. I don't want to be like that. Yeah. It's not. It. It sounds fun. It does. It sounds fun. It's not. It, it is, but it's not. Because when the moments are over, you're by yourself. Right. You really are. No real connection. There is nothing there. You're by yourself. Yep. You, you know, if you're not going out and being involved, your friends aren't there anymore. Sometimes you lose that. When you you get to an age where you lose, you start mm-hmm. to lose that. Yeah. It, it, it happens and it hits. People talk about it. It hits. Yeah. And you go what? And you realize who those people are, and you realize it's okay that we haven't talked for two months. You sure. have a life. Yeah. Well, I have a life. Yes. And you do. And those are the, but those are the people that stayed for 10 plus years. Yep. I mean, and so like building, building that strength and finding those people is very, very good, very uh, lucky. I don't want to say lucky because it's not lucky. It, it, it's, it's something else. It is something that is, it's the energy of the people that, mm-hmm that they give that you do and you've been working and not giving up because those are the people that you do want that around you you don't Absolutely. want that to do and you gotta have that community yeah you gotta so, have the community cheering you on yeah while you suck because yeah. you're gonna suck for a while not gonna be everybody's gonna, be right. gonna have have you ever heard the famous quote by ira glass about the difference between taste and ability i I think I have because I know Hourglass, so it's not. But you know, I'll let I'll let everybody look it up. But just to paraphrase, basically what he says is that when you start something new, your taste is awesome. You have great taste. Yeah, that's what got you interested in the thing. You know, you taste in music is fabulous. But when you first pick up the guitar, you're gonna suck. You're going to suck for a long time. Yeah. And it's going to be really hard because nothing ever, your taste never changes. Yeah. It's always good. Mm-hmm. But you're good enough to know, your taste is good enough to know that what you're producing isn't up to your standard. And a lot of people will quit mm-hmm. because they'll convince themselves that they can't do it or it's too hard or it takes too long mm-hmm. or whatever. And that kind of goes back to the great filter, what we talked about earlier, yeah. persistence and working hard. Mm-hmm. But that's the great chasm that you have to overcome if you really want to do something and do it well, is you have to understand that your taste is awesome, but it doesn't live up to your ability right away. Yeah. So you have to work on your ability and bring it up to your taste. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's, and that's fine. And that's it's great just, to have high taste. You have such great taste. It's great to have great taste. But keep going. But keep going. You can do it. Right. You know, they say it's like, it's like. It's, it's such a there's a they say it's you do something every single day such a minimum time it's like like 10 minutes 8 minutes 15 minutes something like that you do it every single day you're going to be better mm-hmm. than the people that do it because you're trying just a little bit yep like you said yep you do it every day just a little bit a little bit you're going to get better better you're not going to be good at first it's going to suck Your fingers are going to hurt when you're trying to play the guitar Neil Gaiman wrote Coraline at 50 words a day that's not, I mean, 50 words a day is, I that's mean, not, it, people, what is that, half of a tweet? Right? You really think about it. 
Seriously. 50 words. Yeah, 50 words a day. Sounds is like the pace it's not. that he wrote Coraline. Wow. You know, there's a lot of professional writers. I think John Scalzi writes 1,000 or 2,000 words a day because that that's his quality output for the day. You know? Take it where you get it. Yeah. Sure. People don't realize sometimes that there is a bandwidth. There is a bandwidth. Oh, there's such a bandwidth to any kind of artistic endeavor. But, you know, what takes John Scalzi might take him three or four hours to get 2,000 quality words. It might take a beginner eight hours. Yeah. But, again, he's honed his craft until, you know, he doesn't have to watch for helping verbs because he's, he's weeded them out already. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to weed out the word very. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like the old scene from, I think it's Dead Poet Society, where he's, you know, somebody's mm-hmm. not very tired, they're exhausted, yeah. you know. There's all these little editing things that you just learn to do as you go, because, you know, in the, in the beginning, you write crap. Mm-hmm. You just put it out. So, but the, you down. can't edit a blank page, so mm-hmm. put it down. You can't edit, you know, a blank podcast no. there's you know if there's, there's no nothing there. if there's nothing there you can't edit it mm-hmm. can't you can't get better if you don't practice yeah. so you know if if your listeners take nothing else away from this podcast take away two things get plugged into the community mm-hmm. be persistent be persistent on both of those things i mean yeah. you're not going to go down to the first food truck thursday and introduce yourself and have everyone in town putting you in charge of stuff and asking right. your opinion on things like you're it's going to take some time, take time to cultivate relationships mm-hmm. learn who everyone is understand what their role is and everything yep. you know and a great portion of wisdom is learning when to keep your mouth shut yeah i'd say 80 percent of it I've, I've learned a lot i've learned that a lot i there's a lot of times that i will write things and then just delete it <laughs> I don't even do it. I'm like, I'll, I will, I, I'm on a roll, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be so good. And then I go, yeah, no, it's, I, that's probably not gonna be the best choice. I ever. have, I vented it, it got out, so that's good enough. But I promise you, I have backed off more words than I have ever written. Uh, I have to be really careful with this. We've been here. Um, We're going on about an hour and thirty-five minutes. So, I, I, I think. We'll start to roll it up there and the podcasts are going to go long. They're going to start getting longer as we go because we're getting more comfortable. I'm not as stressed out. Yeah. I'm not as, like I said, going through my bandwidth throughout that. <laughs> uh, like 45 minutes, like that's it. I got to go. You know, an hour. Like they're going to get longer too. I, I want most, I want the way these, things are going. I want these to be, you know, hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes, something that can get your driving to work, drive to work, listen to part of it, drive home, listen to the rest of it. You Perfect. know, something like that. So, yeah. But there's a... I don't want to try to suppress the time that I'm giving these, giving to my guests because some some of them may go longer. Yeah. Because we just got we're just on a roll. And some of them may go shorter just because you know that person that's what they want to do. That's yeah. that, that's what they got, and that's great. Maybe all they have time for. That's all they have time for. Yeah. So we can do that. But like if we're rolling, I'm rolling. You know, and <laughs> get ready because. It's gonna do that, and I, I, I know this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear this. Oh, podcast! You need to be, to, you need to have every single one. I know. I've, I've watched all the videos. I've listened to the gurus. I've read the, the, the forums. I know. 
but I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I want it to. I want to let it flow. This is not going to be like. I don't want to be structured. It's not a robot. I just want to have fun and enjoy it. Yeah. And I don't want to be worrying that I've got, we've only got seven minutes left. I've got, <laughs> and like, we and we haven't even talked about this. Yeah, like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. And if, if, if now, if we're getting to a point where it's just not a lot of things, yeah, we'll be we'll, we'll, we'll like, okay, uh-huh. you know. But, Thanks for coming. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, it, it, if it's still flowing, we're going to flow with it. You yeah. Know? That's I what I it. wanted to do. So, but like, before we start to roll off, I'm going to do one thing. Okay. Because I didn't do this. With your husband. Okay. I, that we talked about this and I didn't even do it. I like, it slipped my mind. I was like too worried about the whole podcast thing. Anything. And I've done it with the other, with our other guests. So that being said, that sound right now you hear is the train crossing. We're going to take a step, (laughs) second to stop. Hey, yeah, we all get mad about the train stop. We're going to take a second stop, listen to music, have fun, just talk to your friends, right? So we're going to get, we're going to go speed questions. We got and we're gonna get to know a little bit about Julie, kind of just you know, a little fun stuff. So love it. Yeah, and Julie helped write these questions, so she. Did. <clears throat> I don't remember any of them. So, the I, I put some in there too. So there's, there's some, but yeah, she she helped write. I don't think them, the so. raccoon actually well, I put took that them, one into long term. I took the, I, she gave me some, and then I took them and made it like because I'm ADHD, and if I write that whole question out, <laughs> I will be lost. And so I just made it to her. Boom, 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 boom. So Love she it. did help me. So, all right, here we go. The trains, the the, the trains are coming. You hear the sound. It's not playing right now. Don't worry. But but anyways, uh, all righty, here we go. What is your favorite color? Blue. Blue, that's the best. I love blue. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, it would be really cool to not need very much sleep. That would be amazing. If I could get a full night's sleep in like two hours that would be amazing I would get a lot done that would be actually a really good yeah. superpower yeah quick energy boom yeah. yeah I like that yeah. I never thought of that I've never heard that that's a great answer <laughs> uh, coffee or tea oh tea well I like coffee well, but tea for like sure. but I've had sweet I've tea. had Julie Joe's a sweet tea and it's it's my more favorite. sugar than tea it's some of it <laughs> It is sweet tea. It is sweet tea, yeah. and it is delicious. <laughs> All right, dogs or cats? Um, both. I have both. You have both. I do have both. Ah, if you made me choose, I would have to say cats, just because they're slightly less needy. Well, they're a lot less needy, and I'm busy sometimes. You're busy. So you're, you're, yeah. You're a cat person. That's good. Yeah. That said, I do love my dog. She's amazing. <laughs> You're like, if you're listening, don't. shout out to Zelda. <laughs> Sorry, Zelda, I still love you. <laughs> Beach or mountains? Beach. Beach. I already know this one. Books or movies? Oh, books. <clears throat> books Pizza are always better. Or burgers? <sighs> burgers. Yeah. Burgers, yeah. I do love a good burger. You can't be a good burger. Yeah. Androids or iPhone? Android. I know you're See, you have a different mind. It's just you get Android people. <laughs> Coach Hurt, he's an Android guy too, he said. Oh, yeah. Summer or winter? Oh, summer. Yes. Sweet or savory? Savory. Savory? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. My only real sweet tooth is like tea flavored. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sweet stuff. Occasionally I'll feel like some candy, but really? it's pretty rare. Give me that savory. Huh? Yeah, give me yeah. the savory. Yeah. Fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. So that's a good one for a writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy nonfiction though. There's like there's a bunch of good nonfiction out there, but yeah. Favorite the, childhood cartoon. She-Ra. She-Ra. Ooh, mm-hmm. good Princess one. of Power. I still have all my figurines. I'll have to show you a video here in a second. Yeah, um, I have all that. In, that was He-Man, too, so he... Uh, I'll, I'll show you the video later. Okay. It's awesome. Um, he didn't know this recording. Comedy or drama? Comedy. Yeah. yeah. It's got to get a laugh. Yeah. I mean, the drama makes... It's like sometimes, like, ah, oh, yeah, comedy. You always... Favorite, favorite superhero? She-Ra. She-Ra. <laughs> I know that doesn't fit, like, the DC, Marvel... Just, just still a superhero. I've loved She-Ra since I was... Little, yeah, little, yeah. So, I, I see, I was more of a Thundercats, like, oh, I like loved Thundercats, so, though. That was my I, Panthero was my boy. Oh, anyways, um, that was that was all I know, by the way. Um, Netflix or YouTube, YouTube, City Life, or Country. City oh, Life? I'm a country mouse. I already knew that. I'm a country mouse. Music? I tried to live in the city, didn't oh, no, no. I, I live in the city. I'm in, I'm like I'm on the outskirts. So like I'm like almost like I'm literally one of the last roads as you go like go yeah. towards like there's one there's a couple little roads and then yeah. swans and it pretty much takes over. So yep. we're I smell the cows. You're you're so it's, it's good. You're country adjacent. Yeah, we we still smell it. <laughs> you're close <laughs> enough to smell it. And I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> me and my wife both love that smell because it just makes you feel like. Oh. I mean, if you're from Oklahoma, uh, unless you're driving past a stockyard. I like the smell of cash, it's not, cow shit. It's sorry. not that bad. Uh, music or podcasts? Ooh, music. Music. Yeah. yeah. Music just... Music uh, just does it for me, yeah. Morning person or a night owl? Night owl. Night owl? Yeah. yeah. But I get the older I get, the earlier I get up. It doesn't matter, yeah. I, still, I just can't. My, my body's like, get out of bed! <laughs> get up! Favorite vacation destination? Ooh. Somewhere tropical. Somewhere tropical. Yeah. You said the beach, so yeah. Like, I did say the beach. Somewhere tropical for sure. I am basically a tropical plant myself. So you're like just I need sun and water and Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So Last question, most okay. important. Were Ross and Rachel from Friends on a break? Repeat the question. Were Ross and Rachel from Friends on a break? Did you watch Friends? Never um, was a big Friends oh watcher. I'm aware of. You know that everybody. Know, I mean, every, I'm that's aware. Like, everybody knows the whole. Eh. Yeah. yeah. You just guess. Make quick. What do you feel? Yeah. They were I on think a break. So. Yeah. They were on a break. Yeah, they I think so. Break. It's less icky. I think if they were on a break. They were on a break. Okay. But that's the way I think. <laughs> but I guess I mean I am the the man on the side of it, so you know, like you're part of it. And my wife still. I'm of the like, opinion that none of them made good choices. Right. <laughs> Until they got older, they started to move on and get at the end. Hey. And then the show was yeah, like, "All right, thanks." They're gonna go be responsible adults now, so this is not gonna be any good. Yeah. So like, yeah. Awesome. So we're ready to take off. Trades passing. We got through it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. We got let, we this. This episode has been great. It's been so much fun. Like yes. I'm like so exciting. It. Thank you so much for coming. We've got, so you've got, like I said, you have, you're, you also have books out that you guys, that are collective with so, a group that you. Yes. Were so here. the last Wednesday writers, um, 
is the local writing group that I was with for a mm-hmm. long time. And we published three books together. Yep. They're still available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is called Stories from Last Wednesday, because yep. we were the last Wednesday That's writers. Uh, the second book is More Stories from Last <laughs> Wednesday. And then, and then the third book is titled Fused. Yeah. And then I have a book of linked short stories titled Chain Reaction. Chain Reaction. Mm-hmm. That is on Amazon. I've got a few other short stories that are on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, if you want to read them, you should probably get them while get you them can because I'm, I'm probably going to pull them. Go get them. So I'll put links. You guys can go to. Yes. Go here and. Go listen to them. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm not much of a reader myself, but I, I know I've read, I've read Fused. I've read through that one Did especially. You? Yeah, awesome. I like that one. I thought it was great. I, it's hard for me to read. I, I get if it. it it's, yeah. If, if my brain keeps going in a different direction and the words, I read it like ten times and then I'm like, I don't get it and yeah. then I move on. So it is a struggle for me. So that's but to that to I, that I, point. I, yeah. Right. Quick. Sorry. Um. But the the. Weird Westerns, mm-hmm. my intention is to have those available as audiobooks. Awesome. So they will be coming out print and ebook, but also at some point, audiobook. Audiobook, awesome. So if you do, and I have friends myself who have trouble, mm-hmm. you know, the printed word is not necessarily their friend. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's make it accessible this way. Yeah. So hopefully, bef- you know, not too long after, after launch, and my plan is for book one to be ready in April. Of this year. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. I could do it. You got it. I got it. You got it. Yeah. You got it. It's gonna be fine. I'm excited for <laughs> it. So guys, we'll have all those links in there. Guys, Julie really does put a lot. Not just writing it, it, it's writing books. She puts a lot into our community. They do a lot. Um you you may not see her out there everywhere <laughs> doing it that they're in the back, they're in the back. She she does writing for other little things. You, what, we just had um, the twenty. Was it twentieth? It was. 20th? It was the sixtieth. Sorry, iron. I don't. Yes, yeah, sixtieth yep. of the Grand Iron. Yep. You helped write that with. Indeed, a few I was head writer and, last year. Mm-hmm. This year, I wasn't. It coincided with the Superstars Conference this year, so, mm-hmm. so I wasn't as able to be um, as directly involved yeah. as I would have liked this year. I was just so busy with everything, yeah. but they did a great job. And it, that has been a tr- just a tremendous amount of fun, you know, yeah. being involved with the chamber and being a writer yeah. on that for that. And, you know, again, all volunteer. Everyone yeah. that does that's yeah. a volunteer. And it's it's been a community 60, staple for 60 years. 60 years. Mm-hmm. 60 years. That's yep. insane. Yeah. But, like, you got you and Steve both, you were out there doing it. You guys, thank you guys for all that. And I have to tell you, thank you for everything. Because... Honestly, this podcast probably wouldn't be going on if I didn't have Julie Jones, like, <laughs> one of those people in my corner, uh, to be honest with you. Like, it's seriously, like, there was a few people that have pushed me and got me through the fear and getting over that because that fear has been heavy, you know. And it, That it imposter really, syndrome it, is it, rough, man. It. And so, uh, you know, you... You've been one of those people that have really helped me. It wouldn't be possible. So That's I think you. That's the community. And I love Julie. Like we, I mean, like <laughs> I shoot. I went and bought a car with you. You did. I went and bought a car with you. That's how I love you. Julie. Did. I went and Julie to buy a car because Steve had to work. Steve was at work. Steve was at work, and, and I needed I went, a car real bad. And we went and bought, a, and I went and bought a car. Yeah, with and I was like, so, help me, because you know. 
at that time, I don't, I don't know what. I haven't bought a car since then. I still have that car. I know you're still driving. I'm I'm still, still driving, driving that, that car. car. I've had it 11 years. Okay, so there you go. Oh my god. Yeah, I've been driving that car almost 11 what? years. But yeah. I love this woman. I love you so much. I like it's like, so like it's you. You've helped me through so much in my life. Not even just now. Even when I was younger and going through. And guys, go check out Julie's work. It's amazing. It's great. She. I'm telling you, if you didn't get just from that little snippet she gave us, like <laughs> the scope of what you're getting from these stories from her, you like that I'm sorry for you. Like, I just feel bad for you. <laughs> like, really. Yeah. So, go check it out, guys. Julie, thank you so much. All the links are going to be down here, guys. Click on it. It'll take you to it. Go buy it. Yep. Because you My do Facebook that. My Facebook and Instagram are pretty funny, too, if you want to follow me there. You can follow her on Facebook and Instagram. They'll have that attached to the And juliejones.net. I also have my own website. I said, because I was looking at your website, not going to lie. I already, I saw the Wild West stuff. I already, <laughs> I already knew. But yeah, you can go check it out. The books, you can get to the books through the Yes, I will well. have links on my website where you can I think buy. You can, I think you can go through Amazon on there. I think you already have it. I have the three books, the three books that from are, the, the other that ones. But yeah, my stories are in yeah. right now. Yep, I do have those, but are as soon as these are available. Ones? And I'm actually thinking about doing um, like a two-pronged effect. I think I'll have them available through Amazon. And I think maybe I'll have an option where you can order direct. And if you order direct... I go that option they'll be signed Ooh. so yeah yeah Just a little extra something for readers that want to pay me directly instead of uh, cutting to, amazon yeah, in. Cutting it in i have a signed copy of it you can have a signed so, copy of whatever I, you want I, I i mean i already have one right now so it's i got the early ones it's not you, you did okay, yeah so you came to the, came bookstore. To the bookstore you sure did emerson was i was holding emerson you were holding emerson Gosh, yep freaking old <laughs> Anyways, Julie, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of I Never Met a Stranger I Didn't Like. <laughs>